Today's episode of Board Games Daily is powered by Brotherwise Games. Check out Call to Adventure, which is available for pre-order right now by heading to brotherwisegames.com slash store. That's brotherwisegames.com slash store, where you can claim your copy of Call to Adventure. Craft your hero, claim your destiny. Don't touch that dial. You're listening to Board Games Daily, your daily dose of tabletop gaming discussion on Anchor. Now welcome your hosts, Jeremiah Isley, Scott Firestone, and AJ Skifstad. Hey everyone, welcome back to Board Games Daily. It's Wednesday, and we've got some stuff coming up for you, including some looks at Raccoon Tycoon. AJ's going to give us his thoughts on this week's cage fight, and maybe even a topic of the week is coming at you right now. So, I say it all the time, but we love it when you call the show. 216-352-3864. Get in on the show. Leave a message. Let us know what's up out there. You can talk about anything we're talking about. Ask questions. Bring up topics. All of that is on the table as it were. So there it is. Let's get into the show. Once again, thanks for tuning in to Board Games Daily. We are this month powered by our good friends at Brotherwise Games and of course, theologyofgames.com. Hey there, everybody. It's time for me to weigh in on the cage fight of the week, Candyland versus the Game of Life. And boy, do I have a winner hands down for this game. And my my child doesn't agree with me, so we'll probably hear some cries here and there. But I'm going to give this game hands down to Candyland. Only because, can you just imagine the expandability for this game, Candyland? Campaigns, scenarios, new characters. You may start out in Candyland, but could you just imagine the sideboard sewage land? It's going to be unbelievable if they ever come out with something like this. What about the character packs? Okay, you, you, you have a gingerbread man now, but what if you have dark heroes? Like the dark heroes of Candyland would be like black licorice and root beer barrels. The stuff nobody likes. But I'm sure they have some pretty sweet superpowers that are going to help them get through this Candyland. So the expandability for Candyland is there. The campaign modes, the scenarios. I'm ready for it. Bring it on, Parker Brothers, or whoever makes the game. Anyways, Candyland, that's it for me. Caroline disagrees. What do you think? Check us out on Twitter. Vote there. Check you later. Hey, folks, it's Firestone here with Board Games Daily, powered by TheologyOfGames.com. Little bit of board game news today, and that is that Days of Wonder has announced a London expansion, well, a London version of Ticket to Ride. Now, uh, about a year ago, they came out with Ticket to Ride New York, and this was an exclusive game to Target, and it was a little bit smaller, and a little, it was a kind of a, I mean, Ticket to Ride's already kind of an entry-level game, but this was like even more entry-level. This is something you could give to anybody and have them uh, jump right in and understand what Ticket to Ride is all about. And this one is going to be exclusive to Walmart, but it will be in a similar vein. It will be a much simplified game, but still the Ticket to Ride that we know and love. So 
Ticket to Ride London will be out later this year, and it's only going to cost 20 bucks. So this is the kind of thing that you could absolutely give to somebody as a gift, and uh, you know that's a really great price point and entry point for people to this awesome world of board games. So check out, uh, it should come out in July is what they're saying. So July, Ticket to Ride London, Walmart exclusive. Talk to you later. Bye. You can be more than just a listener. If you're listening via the Anchor app, you can be a part of the discussion by using the voice message feature. Don't just sit on the sidelines. Download the app and join the conversation today. All right. I've got this week's topic, and it's sort of a well, it is a board game topic, but it's not a board game topic. I want to talk to you about podcasts. So there are obviously like 700 million podcasts in the world. I just made that number up. I don't know how many there are, but there's a lot of them. And there are quite a few board game podcasts, tabletop gaming podcasts. So I want to ask you, the listener, and my co-hosts, what do you look for in a podcast? What makes you stick around? Is it the folks that are on it? Is it the content that it brings, the information, the opinion, the format? What is it that makes you tune in on a regular basis to a podcast? Why do I ask? Well, I there's a lot of reasons, but we are constantly working at making this show and other shows better. And what better way to figure out a way to make it more worth your time than to ask you, the listener. So there it is. This week's topic. What do you look for in a podcast? And well, let's, I guess a better way to word that is what makes a good podcast. Let us know. You can always tweet at us at Board Games Daily. You can also call 216-352-3864. Let us know there. Or you can go to theologyofgames.com, click the Contact Us tab, and send us an email to theologyofgames at gmail.com. All right. So there it is. I will be back with some thoughts on this as the show and as the week continues. But I want to get that out there and let you drive the conversation. So let us know what makes a good podcast. Stay tuned for more here on Board Games Daily. Hey everybody, AJ here, and I am giving you my final first impressions of a game that I played a couple weeks ago. Uh, just I did a little demo, and now I did a full playthrough last night. This game is called Raccoon Tycoon by Forbidden Games. It's their second game. They're pretty new. Their first game was Railroad Rivals, which made my top 10 list for 2018. I like Raccoon Tycoon even better. In Raccoon Tycoon, you're going to be um, buying cards that represent uh, train, train lines, and you're going to also be buying cards that represent cities. And you can, uh, you can apply a, a train line to a city for, for victory points. Uh, basically what you're going to be doing is trying to collect sets of different train lines uh, to get 
greater amounts of victory points. All the train lines are like animal themed, which is cool. Hence the name Raccoon Tycoon. They have these uh, animals in like this 1930, these 1930s garb, which is really cool. I love the artwork. It's so, so nice looking. Anyways, you collect a set of the top dog train and maybe you have two of those and it's more points, three of those, more points and so forth. Um, and if you attach them to a city, the cities are worth points, but you get even more points if you attach a railroad to a city. So what are you doing throughout the game? Well, there's a lot of different actions you can take. You can play a production card, which is gonna give you three of any of the resources you see on the card, which are varied resources. There's about six or seven different resources throughout the game, in the game, excuse me. And then on the top of those is going to be a production track uh, uh, icons that tell you which uh, which resources are going to go up in price due to you taking the ones that you took. And so every time you take resources or commodities, uh, there's going to be a track that pushes these commodities up. That's one of the actions you can do. You can also sell the commodities you have and you'll get them at the price that they are at on the track and then they go down the amount that you gave. So if, uh, gold, or if uh, coal is at $10 per share, then you're gonna sell six of those and you'll get $60, but it's gonna go down six on the track, so it'll be back down to $4. That's another thing you can do. You can start an auction on a railroad. Uh, so if you wanna grab that Top Dog Railroad or the Sly Fox Railroad, you'll say, I'm gonna start the bidding at $5 or whatever the bidding starts at for that railroad. And then it'll go around the table and you can bid on it until you get it or don't get it. If you don't get it, you get to take another turn. In which case you can start another auction or you can uh, do a different action. You can buy buildings, which are like kickers in your game. They enhance what you're doing, uh, make things a little bit easier or give you bonuses at the end of the game. And you can buy a town. Uh, so those are the, about the five different things you can do. This game is so cool. I really love it. The artwork's great. The components are fantastic. The theme, I don't understand it at all, but I think it's cool. It's like these animals, these animal-themed railroads. Um, I really, I, I don't get it, but I like it. It's really cool looking. Uh, it's got a nice player board. The money is fantastic. It's, it's, it's paper money, but it's not, it, it's like textured money so that you can sift through it real easy. And, um, you do, it's not like, uh, it's not like power grid where it's, you've got this paper money and it's really hard to deal out and you lose how much you have because you're trying to rifle through it and you lost a 50 somewhere in there. No, no, no. This is really good. The money's great. The, all, all the resources are in the shape of what they actually are. So you've got like wheat, you've got coal, you've got iron, you've got wine, uh, just all sorts of cool stuff. I loved this game. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, Forbidden Games, they're new on the scene, but if you haven't checked them out yet, check them out. Both Railroad, Ty uh, Railroad Rivals and Raccoon Tycoon, solid games. That's it for now. Check you later. Well, there it is. That's going to do it for another day here at Board Games Daily. Thanks again for tuning in. Hey, stay tuned. This Friday, we'll be launching our contest for a copy of Call to Adventure from Brotherwise Games. So we'll get that going for you. You'll definitely want to get in on that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And of course, it's a pretty sweet game, in my opinion. So stay tuned for that. Also, we'll be posting our written review of the game over on TheologyOfGames.com. And uh, so, yeah, check that out when you get a chance. Of course, we love it when you're out there 
and you're listening and you give us a rating and a review, give us those five stars. We super, super appreciate it. And it helps us keep afloat as other folks can find the show. So it all, uh, it all works round and round. It's a big circle of life. <laughs> and we <laughs> appreciate you doing your part for us as well. Okay, I'm going to get out of here. So thanks again for tuning in. For my co-hosts, AJ Skiff's dad and Scott Firestone, I'm Jeremiah Isley saying, you know, it's a really good idea to play board games daily. Thanks for joining us today. Board Games Daily is powered by TheologyofGames.com. Don't forget to head over to TheologyofGames.com to check out all we have to offer, including written reviews, our YouTube channel, and two other podcasts. If you enjoyed this show, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you're listening. Thanks for listening, and go put a game on the table.